Welcome to the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast, brought to you by 247prayerwarrior.com, your place for personal and spiritual breakthrough. It's been a few weeks since we've had an episode, but tap night right now is a critical time, as always. But listen, we've got great hope and excitement for what's happening. Even though the pressure is high, great things are on the horizon. It's time to press in. That's what we talk about at this podcast. Remember to like and share this podcast, subscribe, pass this along to some friends. They're going to need to hear about this. Yes, I promise. This is David St. Clair, Minnesota. Greetings, sir. Great to have you with us. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Mr. Limbaugh. I, you know, I've never given much credence to the concept of divine intervention, God uh, inter- intervening in critical points throughout our country's history, but with Ginsburg dying six weeks out, not six months ago, not six months from now, but literally six weeks away from the most crucial election of this country's history, I, I can't not write that off as coincidence. I think there's something that we can't fully understand or appreciate going on. Well, you may be right. Um, I, I have uh, I have purposely and studiously left aside uh, theological discussions on this program for one reason. I am not a pastor. I am not a man of the cloth. I do not have a flock. Uh, to me, uh, religion is deeply personal and a matter of faith. And I vowed... 34 years ago when I started a program like this that I was not going to do anything simply because it's not my field. I'm I'm not going to engage in any uh, activity that would end up challenging an individual person's faith in something so deeply personal and something which can't be proved anyway. That's why the, the faith aspect of it is so crucial and important. So if, if you believe that there's divine intervention going on, and if that sustains you, then more power to you. Um, I do have beliefs along these lines. I've got, I've got so much faith in prayer, you can't believe it. I have personally no doubt that, uh, that prayer works. Oh, thank you. That clip was from a recent episode of the Rush Limbaugh radio broadcast. The most listened to radio broadcast in the world. Millions listen to him every day. And currently right now, Rush is going through a battle with stage four cancer. And he's always been one who's been a theist believing in God. However... Here, he regularly now in the broadcast acknowledges prayer as such an important aspect of his life and his experience and literally thanking God for each day that he has left, that he's able to wake up and do what he likes to do and what he believes he's made to do. And crisis tends to do that to us. It wakes us up to see things differently than what we've seen before. And we discover that we need something deeper than where we are in order to get through. And all of us are dealing with so many things in this year of 2020 with so many crazy things going on and stressors. People are out of work. 
People are dealing with political tensions. People are dealing with racial unrest. People are dealing with riots. People are dealing with financial crises. People are dealing with pressures and sicknesses from COVID-19 or thinking it's related to COVID-19 on so many levels, so many things going on. And yet we need to find out how to get power to get through. The title of this episode is Full Court Press. A number of years ago, I was coaching a youth boys basketball team. And we had a pretty good team, but uh, we just couldn't get it together defensively. Couldn't quite figure out. I had this one player who was a runner. I mean, this guy could not be wore out. He was a, a smaller stature. But he really couldn't shoot, couldn't pass, made a lot of mistakes offensively. And I I had a hard time finding him on the team. And I wanted to give everybody a role on the team. We were playing this one game of pretty good players, this other team. And they were beating us uh, fairly consistently. And we weren't getting it together defensively on our team to stop the offense of the other team. And all of a sudden, it struck me. Do it box one defense. A box one defense is when four of your players kind of get in the form of a box defensively in a zone defense, but one of the players just hounds the ball, chases it around. So I told this one kid, I said, look, you are the one, you hound the ball, wherever it goes, you go after it. And so we get on the court and you know what? It was amazing. That was the best defense. That kid was all over the place, making steals, driving other teams nuts. And consequently, because of that one change and utilizing the, the right guy at the right time, at the right place, we went on to win the championship. A full court pressed defense in basketball is when you're trying to stop the ball from advancing. You've got your players all over the court and they're pressing the ball so the other team can't get an inbounds or you try to get a quick steal to get back in the game. That kid was truly my workhorse. I mean, I put him at critical junctures in the game and he would just wear people out. But what happens if you had a whole team of workhorses like that? Full court press from start to finish on you going after you to try to stop you it wears you out and some of you are feeling right now that you're under a full court press maybe some of you are feeling you're hounded like with a box one that one guy is chasing you everywhere but others are feeling like this is a full court press what is going on in our lives and our nation is just relentless it's coming from every angle And now as we head into this week of Supreme Court justice hearings, there's going to be a full court press put on Amy Coney Barrett. Her and her family are going to be taken on like you'd never seen. You thought Kavanaugh was bad. This time, it's just going to be off the hook. They're going to try different angles, but here they are. They are in desperation to stop this appointment because this one appointment could tip the scales and so many decisions to come. 
who knows what's going to happen after this. People are going to really cause all kind of disruption. And I tell all of you that today to encourage you to not get you discouraged when this extra level of pressure comes our way this week. And what kind of ever the situation you're facing, like Rush is dealing with stage four cancer, and he's finding that prayer brings him through. But let me tell you something. People say, I believe in prayer. I believe in the power of prayer or prayer changes things. Honestly, only God changes everything. Only God changes everything. But God answers our prayers. That's where the power is. And I don't care where you find yourself today and what you're facing right now. There is nothing beyond the ability of God to change it if you're willing to press in and seek him and chase him in prayer. Why are we always willing to give up so quickly? I mean, when the pressure gets on, we just want to quit and roll over. I don't understand that. Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't give up. What She's like pushing 80. Chuck Schumer, who's been old, he, he doesn't give up. Joe Biden, as long as he's been in office and dealing with dementia issues, he doesn't give up. People don't give up, and we're not going to see anybody give Miss Barrett through these confirmation hearings this week, going to give her a pass. They are they are going to come out with her with both barrels because for them, everything is on the line. And so many people take shots at President Donald Trump. But you know what? One thing about him is he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up at all. He just keeps going. So why are we so quickly ready to quit? and raise up our hands. Oh, we don't want to go through this anymore. Why do we have to go through this? We just want to give up and be tired and, 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 and you know, just kind of curl up on a ball and suck our thumb somewhere and, and lick our wounds. But that, that's not going to get us anywhere. The time to rise up is now. There'll be time to celebrate. There'll be time to deal with things. There'll be time to take a Sabbath, a time to rest. But now is not the time. We've got to press in. We've got to put in our full court press. And if nobody else is doing it, you put on your box one press. And the best way you can do that, if you can't do anything else, you can do something really awesome, is to pray. And that's even why you're listening to this podcast. Because look, you're listening to someone right now who's called to pray. God called me to pray. God's told me to pray, to seek his face, to press in and to not stop. That's that's my job. I have other things that I'm going to have to do because... Faith without works is dead. You got to do that. But but specifically, I'm called to pray. And the fact that you're even atta- attracted to this podcast says to me that you are also called to pray. And so it's now time to rise up and not quit and to press in like never before. Because this is for all the marbles, folks. The way we know the United States is going to change if we don't go through these next couple months and, and carry it all the way through the to the finish line. And you know what? I got to tell you, I got some bad news for you. Their plans on the other side are not to stop and to keep coming. Riots are going to come. Things are going to happen like we've not seen. Pressure is going to abound. Uh, disinformation is going to fly because they're in this for the full battle. And I'm just wondering, why don't we press in like that?
The fight bell is rung and we are in the ring. It's the time. We've seen prayer in our nation like we've never seen before because people realize this is intense. As we had said back in episode 31, we had gathered together with 24-7 Prayer Warrior with other ministries and other prayer warriors, some great ministries uh, to pray. And and be honest with you, uh, you know, I, I saw some amazing things happen while we were in Washington, D.C. for just those three days. We were there the week before Franklin Graham's prayer march on uh, on uh, uh, September 26, and of course the same day later, Jonathan Kahn and others uh, during for the prayer time called the return. We were there the week before on the 16th, 17th, and 18th, and uh, you know I had I had coordinated things with uh, another ministry, particularly uh, Gateway City Church, who was also going to be there, Pastor David. Canis Tracy had actually put all this together for these tremendous ministries to pray together. And the plan was that I was just going to meet up with him and his team on the 17th only. And so on the 16th, uh, my, my, my wife and I, we were going to go and pray on our own around the area. At the last minute, we were asked to join this team. Let me just give you a quick brief summary of what happened on the 15th when we were flying in. This team got to be able to pray at on the White House grounds. And while they were there, Bibi Netanyahu was there to sign the Abraham Accords. Now, you can't just get on the White House grounds. That was a blessing in itself. All right. If the, so they watched Bibi Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, get on right there in the White House to go sign those accords. They were there for that. And then later on, they went over the Department of Justice. And while they were there uh, praying on site, uh, wandering around, they, they were allowed to get in. Uh, they saw John Durham, the, uh, the special uh, investigator, attorney, special prosecutor that's dealing with the Mueller investigation and while that how that all transpired and going up to... Uh, the impeachment of Donald Trump. So many other things happened in just so many ways, but those were just, that's just a couple of things that happened the day before we were there. Then the next day, we said to the last minute, they asked us to join them. And and uh, honestly, I didn't realize the company in which I was with until after we had left, to be honest with you, uh, that these were just powerful national ministries that were really connected. But God set it all up, and and we just went and prayed, and and I'm telling you, prophesied. We we went to the Supreme Court, and you could see the prayer that we prayed at the part of the prayer we prayed at the Supreme Court on the 24/7 Prayer Warrior YouTube channel. That prayer is pressed in, and and just after uh, a a short time of putting that video in, over 477 views hit that because people are concerned. But we had, we had a, I can't even describe to you what happened because it would take too long. But God did something amazing and some prophetic confirmation that God was going to do something different in this country and that the old guard and the old systems were coming down. Just, just incredible. And then later on, and then after that, we went across the street to the Capitol building and pray there.
And while we were at the Capitol building, you've got the prayer that part of the prayers that we prayed over the Capitol building. And you'll see the one again on the 24-7 Prayer Warrior YouTube channel. We're pleading the blood of Jesus Christ over the Capitol building. And just as the camera passes the rotunda, you hear what this sounds like a trumpet, like a shofar in the background. Just as we said that. And, and I don't recall that happening and where that even came from. But a sound happened and, and we prayed and, and, and we were just interceding. And then I noticed a woman in a red dress off to the side. Uh, that, that was over by the Senate part of the building and uh, she was with a camera crew and all of a sudden I realized that I've seen her before that it was Kim Klasick candidate for the House of Representatives from Baltimore a young African-American woman who is taking on a whole political side saying you know what we can do better in Baltimore than what we've had and she was w- she's willing to fight for those people run Baltimore don't. I can prove it. Walk with me. They don't want you to see this. I'm Kim Klasick. This is Baltimore. The real Baltimore. This is the reality for Black people every single day. Crumbling infrastructure, abandoned homes, poverty, and crime. Baltimore has been run by the Democrat Party for 53 years. What is the result of their decades of leadership? Baltimore is one of the top five most dangerous cities in America. The murder rate in Baltimore is 10 times the U.S. average. The Baltimore poverty rate is over 20%. Homicide, drug, and alcohol deaths are skyrocketing in our city. Do you believe Black Lives Matter? I do. The vast majority of crime in Baltimore is perpetrated against Black people who make up 60% of the population. So why don't we care about our community? That was a little excerpt from the YouTube campaign ad by Kim Klasick. That's K-L-A-C-I-K. And uh, I actually saw her at the uh, Republican National Convention on TV, of course. And I noticed, I've seen it on Facebook, and I noticed her on YouTube talking about... uh, what's going on in Baltimore and how she's trying to fight that. And there we were praying over Washington, D.C., and boom, there she is right outside. So I walked over her, introduced myself, uh, told her that we were praying for her and believing for her, and we believed in her, what she was doing, how brave she was. Came back and told the team. They all went over, and all of us went up and prayed for her, her campaign, and some of them began to prophesy over her. This was significant. We're talking about racial tension. And here's a young African-American woman who's fighting for her people for the right to turn things around for the good of the nation. And we got a chance to not only meet her, to pray over her while we were there. I mean, those were times that God set up. And this is what happens when you begin to obey. When God sends you to pray, he opens doors. He does things. While we were there, there was such a strong sense over us that we were doing something powerful on what God wanted us to do. Then the next day on the 17th, we prayed over a number of locations, one place, we prayed over the White House. You can check that prayer out at uh, the 24-7 Prayer Warrior YouTube channel as well. 
And uh, we prayed over the St. John's Episcopal Church, Black Lives Matter, and what's happening with all of that. Uh, we prayed over the executive office building, and uh, just a, there was a powerful word that you can see in the comments, uh, actually the description under that prayer time at the uh, 24-7 Prayer Warrior YouTube channel on what happened there, what God spoke. But uh, we prayed over the White House, and then later on we prayed at the Lincoln Memorial, uh, prayed over the Lincoln Memorial, and while we were there, you, you know, I literally was on my knees just a few feet, not knowing, a few feet. And nine days later, where Franklin Graham and Vice President Mike Pence would stand and pray and speak on behalf of the nation. I mean, that was amazing. There were so many things that happened. I could just go on and on. We prayed over the National, the Washington Monument. And, uh, and, and then, of course, there was prayer there during the prayer march, right at pretty much at the same spot where we were praying. But those weren't by happenstance. God was doing something. And that's what happens when you decide to become the prayer warrior and rise up and to stand in the gap and not give up. It's amazing to me to think about the fact that the almighty God, the creator of the universe, wants to have a personal relationship with each one of us. And the key to that relationship is having a conversation with them and communicating with them. And it's a thing called prayer. It's not a religious exercise. People think prayer is that. And it's not just a spiritual warfare where you're shouting and dealing with demons. That's the other experience. There's, there's some pieces to that. But it's it's communicating with God and having a relationship on a communicable level where you're 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 speaking to each other and when and God begins to want to partner with you and send you places on his behalf to speak and to be and insert you in things that you'd never know before we were inserted in places of history and I could go on my stories of my own life of being inserted in places of history and significant events that I had no idea and it's all because God wanted me to pray. Why? I don't know why, but he's he's choosing us to do that, and it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. On the next podcast, I'm going to share with you what happened on September 18th, which was astounding in of itself, uh, how God led us to a place who had no idea what would transpire and, and what significant anniversary September 18th was for the location that we were at. So I want you to be thinking about that next week on next week's podcast on episode 33. We're going to talk about that. But uh, but I before we, we go anywhere else, we're going to begin to move toward prayer like we always do during the podcast. But there, but I want to mention when we talked about earlier in this podcast about not giving up and being willing to fight. And there's someone in the scripture who was a fighter in of itself, he wouldn't give up. And that was David. And that was David. He was a fighter and he dealt with so many pieces and things of opposition that stood against him, even after he had been promised to be the king of Israel and the suffering he went through and yet did not quit and became a stronger and stronger fighter. David prayed 
a prayer in Psalm 27. And that's going to be our prayer. That's going to be our prayer over this week for the Supreme Court hearings. It's a prayer that we're going to take unto ourselves as a guard and a shield for us as we enter into this very trying season, heading into the elections and all the things that are going to go on around that. Listen to what David wrote and prayed in Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Who shall I dread? When evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock and my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice and be gracious to me and answer me. And when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I shall seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a level path because of my foes. Do not deliver me over to the desire of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me and such as breathe out violence. I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. I have had plenty of people over the years say, what do I do when I pray? I mean, you say you pray and you spend all this time. I don't know what to do. It's just me and I'm, I'm there and what do I do? Well, you know what? Psalm 27 is a great thing to pray. Take it. If you're, if you're sincere, read it. Read it out loud to God and to yourself and do it over and over again. You find yourself in a battle right now. If you find yourself under a full court press and you don't know what to do, 
Get Psalm 27 out and read it out loud. Get up early and do it and do it several times in a row until it gets in your heart and you pray it out loud and God will do something because you're praying his word. Most of all, I want to thank God. Except for my kid being born. This is the greatest day in the history of my life. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. You're Adrian! We use some sports metaphors to describe what we're facing. Basketball, full press, and a fight in a boxing ring. That's right, prayer warriors. Let's rise up. It's time to be a prayer warrior. You've been listening to the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast. As we always say, subscribe, like, share this podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. 24-7 Prayer Warrior YouTube channel. We got the, all the prayers that went on in Washington, D.C. in that week in September. If there's any of a time we have to press in to get across the finish line to win the prize, it's now. Be a prayer warrior.